Welcome to Faith at Eight. I'm Shanna. I'm Jill. We are two friends helping turn your eyes from the world to the Word through candid conversations fueled by Jesus and more Jesus. Y'all, like, why, like, who wrote this book? She deserves, like, a Nobel Peace Prize. Kristen Schmucker? Right? Yeah, looks like Kristen Schmucker. Christian Schmucker, you, you the girl, like, dang girl, like you got me all, praise Jesus. Today on Daughters of Grace, we're talking about the Hebrew midwives, and this has got Shanna pumped up to like the next level. Oh, I, mm. you ready for it? So to give everyone some context, what we do, we, I tried to read these ahead of time. Some of them I read, some of them I didn't. And so right before we record, we just reread everything to make sure like anything we, or I didn't read it at all. And I am just like, I feel like I just went to church reading this. Like, I feel like I just went to church and I'm like, praise Jesus. Let me raise my hand in salvation. Please baptize me again. True, true statement. I witnessed the other side of this, but I understand because when I read this, I felt so empowered as a woman yes that is the word like i felt like these hebrew midwives were the women that at that time i would want to be around their energy because of their focus and their trust in their their ability to say what god's plan is supersedes everything i'm not going to pay attention to the king i'm not going to pay attention to that because i know what is more important yes so for anyone that doesn't have the book you should have it do you need us to pause so you can go order it? We can pause for a moment. Pause. Like, put a little Jeopardy music in there while they go order do, do, it. Do, do. Okay. So the Hebrew midwives, these are the women that when Pharaoh has decided that all boys should be murdered, um, that they are like, oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry, King. Sorry, Pharaoh. But that is not what God's decided. And mm-hmm. so they, they are risking their lives by choosing Absolutely. not to follow the king or the government in, in to make it more translatable to this time right. um, because they want to honor God more and they choose not to do that. And because of that, they actually deliver, they deliver the deliverer of Israel um, would be, they would, would be born and they would be the midwives at his, at his birth. And, and think the impact that these women made by simply being obedient to God. Y'all, I just... Fearing God more than fearing man. Yes. How often do we get stuck in on making a decision because the the world, the government, is telling me this is what I should do, but knowing in your heart, because you've studied and you sat and you understand the word, that you should be moving in a specific direction yes. that may not align yes. with what the world is telling us. And it takes great faith and bravery to obey the Lord and def- defy the government. And we're actually in a season where a lot of Christians will use the excuse, well, we have to do it because it tells us to, o- to obey the government. And that's not necessarily what the Bible says. It says that we should follow our leaders, but not when they're doing something that is directly against what the Bible tells us to do. And so often we take one sentence, one verse in the Bible, and we use that as an excuse to not do as God's command. Oh, but God said this here. Yeah, but what did he say in all the other parts? Yep. And and these women are proof of that. And so we need to stop just doing things because, 
Um, we The government says so, but is the government honoring God in what they're directing you to do? Mm-hmm. We are asked to be peacemakers, not peacekeepers. So that means sometimes being a peacemaker and not a peacekeeper, that means you are going to do things that disrupt peace. And that doesn't mean you go out and act a fool, but you have to be obedient to God and what he says to do. These women were women of purpose and integrity who were far more concerned about pleasing the Lord than appeasing Pharaoh. As a mother of daughters, God, please give me the strength to raise these types of women. That is what I want. When I am off in heaven with Jesus and we are having a good old time and they describe my children, I hope that people describe my daughters of women of purpose and integrity who are far more concerned about pleasing the Lord than of pleasing the government or appeasing the world or appeasing me. You can fill that with a million different things. And this isn't even, you know, we're in 2021, and so whenever you're you're listening to this, yes. we aren't talking e- either about a specific leader, no. right? Like, this is happening at any time because there are humans that are in control yes. of government. Again, humans are flawed. Yes. They're not making their decisions based on scripture, and that's where we have to come in. And what really stuck out to me is these women decided to serve God instead of man. Yes. It is a decision. That is that free will. It is our choice to say, I am going to serve God. I'm going to know what that word is so I can make the decisions that are based in that. Or do we fold over? And I know many people, especially women, say, well, you know what? This person told me that this is what I should do, whether it's a leader, a doctor, somebody that they admire. Well, you know, I couldn't stand up against them because I do think a different way, but they told me this is what I should do. You have to make that decision of, but I know differently, so I'm going to do differently because this is in alignment with my values. This is in alignment with what God is actually calling us to do. And it's interesting you mentioned values and what God calls us to do because I think it's very sad that where we are at as a nation and as a church, specifically a church, is half of the time I feel like the pastor has to stand up there and explain to all the Christians what a Christian worldview is Mm -hmm. because we don't take the time or the energy to realize what that is. and. When we talk about oftentimes, you know, what is your foundation? Well, if you want a foundation of faith, if that's what you want as the foundation of your life, you need to have habits that grow your maturity in Christ. You need to be in the word. You cannot, you know, I think that I've said this in arguments and if I'm being honest, but ignorance can't be an excuse for your choices. No. There, Bible poverty is not a thing here in America. Mm-hmm. There's free apps where you can read it. Bibles are, I just saw the other day where Bibles were on sale for like 10, 20 bucks. Like you can get a Bible and you can read it. That's the key. You can't just have it. You have to read it. But we oftentimes put all these other priorities in front of it. Yeah. And so we don't even know about the Hebrew midwives. We call them this because I can't say their names, quite frankly. Like, I made a comment about Hagar. Hagar got lucky. Like, Hagar was blessed because we can pronounce her name. Um, but, but these women, they should be our role models. You know, we, we're looking on social media and at the world of what our role models should look like. No, we need to look in the Bible what our role models should look like. Mm-hmm. Because these women that, that walked out God's plan faithfully, knowing it was at risk of their own their own lives. We oftentimes don't choose stuff because it risks our reputation or it risks, right. risks our standing in the world. These women were risking their lives. Their and lives. they and they did it because they knew 
that God is faithful. They knew how to obey God, but you cannot obey God if you do not know what God's telling you to do. So you have to be in the word. You have to be mm -hmm. reading your Bible. And if you are sitting there saying, I just don't know where to start, reach out to us because there's a free Bible app. There's a free reading plan. We have a group that is people who tune into Faith at Eight that are all reading the Bible on their own on their own mm -hmm. um, terms this year, but we're all doing it together with yes. the plan. So there's resources. If you are sitting there saying, I just, you know, that's a lot to read or it's too hard to read, reach out to us and we will help you. If you're saying, I want to go deeper with my habits, like, that is Shanna's expertise. She has a whole course about Christ-centered habits and how to incorporate that into your daily life. And it is, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. I took it. It's amazing. It changes the way that you do your life. And so you can't sit in ignorance and say, mm -hmm. well, you know what? I just don't know what to do. The answers are out there, but you have to seek. Seek yes. and you are going to find those answers. And, you know, and today we're here. Message us. And, and we can choose to feel overwhelmed or we can yes. choose to feel empowered that we get the choice. Mm -hmm. We get to choose if we're going to follow the Lord and to please the Lord or to please the world. And we get to choose that. And we oftentimes do sit there and use the, I'm going to call it a cop out because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Well, but so and so, to, well, my doctor said I had to do this or my boss said I had to do this or my husband, because I know there's a lot of people, my husband said, well, who are you trying to please? Are you trying to please the world? Or are you trying to please the Lord? Because if your sentence starts with anything, I wanted to do this, but, and then you point fingers at someone else. Sorry, it's not that other person's fault. It is not your husband's fault that you chose to follow him. It is not your doctor's fault. It is not the society's fault. Because you had the choice. Mm -hmm. And you made the choice to follow them and to please them instead of, and they're not in control of your choices. You're in control of your choices. Right. Um, I also love the strongest word. Like if there was one word in this little synopsis that I could pick out, it would be one? valiant. Oh, yes. Okay. Right? Yes. Like, let us be women of valiant faith. Like, I want to be described of that. Like, when yes. when I am standing there with Jesus and, and he's decided, like, oh, hey, Jill, like, I know you. And I want him to be able to say, you are a woman of valiant faith. If you go first, I will say that in your eulogy. Oh, perfect. If I go first, could you say it in mine? If you got Thank it. You. Okay, good. But it's just when I read that, it was the yes. part of you're always reading and something stands out. And it made me sit back and say, okay, now what would it take? for me to be described as a woman of valiant yes. faith. And how do I take my habits? Yes. How do I take the way that I live my life? Reverse so that engineer. somebody would describe myself yes. as that. And so this is about it. It's not just about reading and passively taking things in. This is about taking action. Yes. How am I going to be a woman of valiant faith? How am I going to be that person that when you walk in a room, they say there's something different. Yes. She's a Christian. She has valiant faith. Yes, absolutely. And, um, it's just, I just, I'm so fired up for this because we are often crippled with desire to please others. And we, as women, very often, mm -hmm. the number one thing I hear from women is that they're people pleasers. Yes. Is it okay that that light's kind of like, I do a little strobe at this. It'll be fine. We'll just, okay. it's just Satan. Satan, you are a liar. You will not distract me with your strobe light. How do you like them? How do you like them apples, Satan? Okay. So um, we're often crippled with our desire to please others. And that is oftentimes what you hear from women. Yep. I'm a people pleaser. I have times in my life that I struggle with being a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. But these midwives stand as a beautiful example 
of placing our trust in God alone. Mm -hmm. If we're pleasing people, we are not necessarily pleasing God. And we need to be focusing, okay, so if we're going to please someone, let's please God. Yes. Let's please God and God alone. Let, let's, let's just be so focused on what he has for us that we are not even, we don't even realize what else is going on in the world. Because there's so much of the worldview that is now shadowing the Christian worldview. Yes. And it's all getting very muddy. Um, but, but if we, if we take the time to know God's word, we can be women that are placing our trust in God alone. And just understanding this is your choice, right? Yes, absolutely. Like you have the choice to decide what direction am I going in each moment, Yes. right? Like you get to decide, I don't care what it took you to get to this point. You have a decision. Am I going to move in the, in the, the direction of the world or of the word? Yes. And take that step every single day and understand, yes. you know what? Sometimes you're going to pick the world. Sometimes that's going to be more comfortable and you have that ability to choose differently. Yeah. Every single day. And I think there's, you know, it sounds like a, oh, that sounds easy. Just read, read the Bible. It's not said as, as just like, oh, there you go. Check out. It's, mm -hmm. it's to be able to prepare you yes. because if you want to, if you want to be a woman who serves the Lord, no matter what. You need to know who God is. Mm -hmm. And when you read the Bible, you learn God's character. Mm -hmm. You mature in your relationship with him. In, in um, Ephesians, it talks all about putting on the armor of God. Much of that is being in the Bible and knowing the Bible. When the enemy went to Jesus, when he was in solitude for this. 40 days and 40 nights, the enemy used the Bible. Mm -hmm. When the enemy went to to Eve, he used God's words. And the difference between Eve messing up and Jesus getting it right was not that like, well, Jesus was perfect, but what it was is Jesus knew the word well enough that he would, he could recite back to the enemy who was using the Bible. He could recite back it accurately. And Eve um, misspoke and, and was not accurate in her replying with what God told her. Mm -hmm. You were not going to be accurate in what you're saying if you don't know what it says. And, and I feel very strongly that you don't need to memorize the entire Bible. No. To be able to fight off the enemy. But you need to know it and you do need to start memorizing scripture, bits and pieces of scripture, verses, because the enemy is going to come at you with lies and you need to know the truth. The Bible is the truth. You need to know the truth to combat that. If you don't know the truth, the enemy's lies are going to sound really good. They're not going to sound like lies. They're going to be like, oh, that sounds like, that sounds accurate. Exactly. And if you know that there's a certain area of your life that the enemy is always attacking you, yes. anxiety, depression, your marriage, your kids, whatever that is, you know, your vision of yourself, go find scripture specific to that because that is the area where the enemy is probably, you know, going to find you first. That is going to say like, yes. okay, well, this is the easy button right there. Cause I know that that's, that's going to be the one that makes her think otherwise. Yep. And if you can at least get scripture in those, the minute that you start having those anxious thoughts, the minute that you start thinking, you know, less of yourself, the minute you're having a, a situation in your marriage, you say, wait, what does scripture say about yes. this? So start there. You know, if, you want to to say, I just don't know. This is so overwhelming. You know, start there. I love the She Reads Truth Bible. Me too. And one of the reasons that we love the She Reads Truth Bible is because in the back, there's a bunch of words that you can look up and say, you know what? 
I struggle with promises. So I'm going to look up promises and see all of the scripture that has to do with that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to focus on one. Right now I'm working on um, a memory verse and it's quite long. So I'm taking it bit by bit. Mm -hmm. And every day I'm just reading it. I'm saying every day. And it was interesting because um, we were on a, a Zoom call and all of a sudden somebody came on the Zoom call and started to recite the same scripture. And I was like, wait, I, I know that. One. And it was such this feeling of like, I'm in the right direction. Like mm -hmm. this is where I need to be because of that, that moment. So all the information is out there. Start there. You want to memorize scripture. Yes. Figure out the one that you need in this season of yes. life. And so that when the enemy attacks, you know, that scripture. And if you don't have it memorized, nowhere to find it. Yes. Nowhere to find it. Put it, I have a lock screen on my phone of that memory verse that I'm, I'm doing right mm -hmm. now. Have a mark in your Bible. Have a sticky note somewhere so that you go, you know what? Every morning I wake up and I think, oh, I'm ugly, right? Like I just do not feel good about myself. You have that scripture about how you were beautifully and wonderfully made mm -hmm. and, and, you know, for a purpose so that you can see that when the enemy is trying to attack. And even by, so we go... We, the reason why we choose um, a Bible study to do to use as, as a direction, a guiding post for these conversations is because we want you to be able to do it along with us. We want yes. you to be able to be guided on this journey with us. So instead of just listening to this podcast, get the Bible, get the book. Mm -hmm. Daily, Daily Grace Company, they have great sales. I feel like they really do an amazing, amazing job making the Bible um, very, very... Um, you can relatable understand it. understandings yeah. and, and bite-sized pieces. I feel like they do a great job making it very affordable for anyone. Yes. Um, they do an amazing job. Read the, so for for the Hebrew midwives. Um, Exodus one is what we were reading. So mm -hmm. read Exodus one. Read the whatever they have here, and then listen to this and be a part of it. Like mm -hmm. you don't have, this doesn't have to just be a commentary you listen to every day. This can be part of your study. Mm -hmm. This can be part of, part of your journey in the Bible and your journey with strengthening your relationship with Christ. And so oftentimes we do in society look for the easy fix and, and we look for the, the, you know, the pill that's going to make it all better, but we also have to do the work. You know, the mm -hmm. Daily Grace is an amazing resource, and God bless them for what they do. Oh goodness, but yes. you have to do the work. Then writing the Bible study is not going to help you know the Bible. You actually have to read it. You have to pray over it. You yeah. have to sit there and answer the questions. And guys, I'll be transparent. There are times I, I use many other studies. They ask me a question. I'm like, I got no darn. I got. I don't know. It was that in there. Was that in what I just read? And I have to reread it a couple times and go mm -hmm. to God with it and and read other verses and pull out my my um she reads truth Bible and mm -hmm. read the commentary they have on it. And then I'm still like I still don't know. Let me go over here. Like and I get out my um Bible work. What is it called? Search the word. Search the word. Bible handbook. The Bible handbook. Like and I have to get all these resources. I have to Google things. I love Tara Lee Cobble has some really yep. great information out there too. And, and, and that is why God, we are in the information age. The information is there, but are mm -hmm. you ingesting it? Yes. Like sit with it and seek it. And it's not about, okay, well then I got to wait until I have all of these things. Just start. Like yes. when I started, it was, I got a Bible off of Amazon and I got mm -hmm. a prayer journal and I found a free 
30-day, every day she sent a scripture, like, reading list from mm-hmm. rachelwojo.com. Mm-hmm. Rachel, just R-A-C-H-E-L-W-O-J-O.com. And that's where I started. Yeah. And then I wanted more. So then it was, okay, what's that next step? What's that next study? And, you know, allow that journey to grow and not say, well, this is enough. I just need to look at this. You're going to get thirsty. You're going yes. to want more and decide what is that going to look like and follow it. It's, you know... It went from me doing it maybe 10 minutes a day to now, if I could, like I would sit for eight hours and just read and absorb and listen mm-hmm. because that's where I am. I, I would want to be. Um, and, and just allowing God to guide that. Yeah. And there's times where I'm like, I want to do so many. I'm like, how do I fit them all in? <laughs> because I just want to do them all. Like I want to, I yeah. want to do the search the world word while I also do um the daily recap while I, like I just want to do it all I just want more of him and when we do live those types of lives where we're constantly pursuing the word where we're constantly wanting more that's how we end up being women who live lives that please the lord and not just live to please the people around us if you are constantly trying to please the people around you it's because you're constantly focused on the people around you i mean yes Okay. I knew we were gonna be spicy with this one because it's just so. Y'all, good. I could probably go longer. I'm just trying no, to like we'll just wait for the next one. The mothers of Moses. Whew. All right, let's close this one out. Oh, okay, yeah, I gotta pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you so much for this study. So thank gratitude. you so much for this word. We're so grateful for Exodus one. We're so grateful for the Hebrew midwives, Lord. Thank you. We so often ask for an example. We so often ask for an example of how we should live our lives. Thank you for that example. Thank you for women that have taken such great faith and bravery to obey you and defy the government, to defy men. Thank you for women who were women of purpose and integrity, who were far more concerned about pleasing you than pleasing the world, Lord. Thank you for their example. Please, please, Lord, help us to be more like them, Lord. Please, to please you and to please, instead of pleasing the world, allow us to know and feel empowered that we have the choice. We have the choice to choose the Lord or man. We have the choice to choose to follow Jesus or the world, Lord. We have that choice. And although we oftentimes feel crippled with people pleasing, Lord, that is not from you. Let us rebuke that in your name, Lord. Let us turn away from Satan who's telling us that we need to please the people around us, Lord, and fix our eyes back on you, Lord. The midwives uh, in Exodus, they stand as a beautiful example of what it looks like to trust God in you alone. Let us be women like them. Let us be women who live our lives to please you and you alone and not just live to please the people around us. Let us be women that of valiant faith, valiant faith. Let that be our words for 2021, for our 2021-2022 school year. Valiant faith, who know that our faith is what pleases you, Lord, you alone, and that we will be rewarded for that trust in you. That reward will be to be in heaven with you. Let us be women who serve you every day, Lord, every moment, no matter what. Thank you for the opportunity to be those women. Thank you for the example, the picture of what it looks like. Thank you for resources, Lord, that help us create habits to reach that vision. Thank you. 
Thank you for all that you do for us every day. And thank you for the opportunity to serve you daily. It is in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. I would have just read the whole thing if I could as a prayer. Oh my God. Whew. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube or Apple Podcast, which has new episodes every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, or find us live on Instagram on Fridays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Whatever you do, do it in faith.